Do you want to organize your finances, create wealth, and transform your wealth into a legacy? It's time to start today. Welcome to Octane. My name is Andrew Wall. I'm the managing partner of CPA for IT. And I'm Rachel Stedman, head of customer care. Our new podcast designed to give your small business the fuel it needs to succeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Octane. We're here once again with my amazing co-host, Rachel Stedman. Rachel, how are you doing this week? I'm good. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing great. Uh, and I'm excited to talk to you about receipt management and organizing yes. the data. Tell mm-hmm. me, why, why is this important? Like if we're using all this amazing technology to automate data entry using QuickBooks Online to eliminate all this drudgery, why do I need to keep track of my receipts? Okay, it is very important. You know, I always tell clients there are three main things that you need to do for your business. Keep track of your income and expenses through bookkeeping, your tax return preparation, and those pesky record keeping. Okay, most people think record keeping is the same as bookkeeping, but it's not. So it's like you said, right? Uh, the, the bookkeeping is, you know, importing of your data, categorizing them, and, you know, just knowing the summary of what your different expenses are. Whereas record keeping, That's what everybody hates, right? That's where you need to keep the physical receipts of each item, each expense that you have associated to the business expense, as well as income, right? If you have any form of invoices. So, you know, because many clients, they say, well, can I, can I just use my credit card statement? No, yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what they always ask, which you cannot, right? Many people think, yeah, well, I have it on a credit card statement. That's great. Can you imagine how many Amazon transactions are listed on that, on that credit card statement? Well, how do we know what's what? How do we know what's mm-hmm. computer supply versus you bought a personal TV versus, you know, you bought some other things? You know, the, re- the the credit card statement is not a receipt because it does not show what was purchased, the itemized information, such as the amount, as well as the, you know, HST, if applicable sales tax, et cetera. That's mm-hmm. where you need to keep those receipts, okay? Right. Because the give those breakdown of these in information that the Canada Revenue Agency is looking for and you are obligated to keep it for up to it's quite some time about six years okay in case you're ever audited because you know it's like when you're submitting your tax return you know as so if you're saying and, th- and that's six years from the notice of assessment not six years true. from today right that is very true you know when you're submitting a return you're saying to CRA I promise this is correct trust me this is my income and my expenses but then down the road they're like okay sure we trusted you but now let's take a look at it right so that's going to be well, very they're, they're, let's be honest CRA is not very good about trust they want you no, to prove not in the least bit. not in the least bit so you do need to keep it so then that's the next issue in terms of you know what is the best way to keep those receipts now right i'm sure just about everybody has tried the shoebox method (laughs) you take those receipts and you just toss them into a shoebox and in your mind you're thinking i know everything associated to my expenses for the business is in that little box somewhere in the basements under the bed somewhere where everything is kept which i mean it's okay to do that but then it's better than nothing it's better than not keeping it is it is that is correct not by much (laughs) that's like the worst case scenario we want you to be doing right Right. but then even so you got to be so careful because then yes when cra is now coming to ask for this information they're asking 
for a very specific, specific period. For a yeah, like I just had an audit the other day where they wanted the top 10 travel, like the highest the highest expenditures on the travel expense. Mm -hmm. So we we need to go back and look not by date or by month. We need yeah. to know by category and then yes. from by category by amount. So do you that have that? sorted in your shoebox yeah. by category? Probably not. <laughs> Imagine you having to be going through that, okay? Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that's not the best way. Now, yes, some clients might say, okay, I'll put it in a filing cabinet. And yes, you maybe you want to organize it by category. So you say travel or, you know, meals and entertainment, et cetera. And maybe you can put them in there, which at least is the next best option. So at right. least if you know, okay, I'm taking out the travel, file yeah. folder and then sifting through that at least that helps okay so if you're analog you got to keep it organized if you're gonna yes. be analog right? bare minimum bare yeah. minimum okay so which i mean that that is <laughs> and okay. stored in a cold dry place that lacks sunlight <laughs> well that's the next thing right because from siri perspective you're obligated to keep this information. So if it turns out, you know, you go a couple of years down the road and these new thermal receipts and you go look at it and it's like everything is blanked out or worst case scenario, you kept it in the basement, there was a flood and everything got damaged. Unfortunately, CRA is not as understanding to these kind of situations because there are many different ways in which you can keep your documentation such as in an electronic format, okay? Yeah. So that is the best way to keep your receipts. Now. There is still what I call the electronic shoebox method, where some yes. people, they just take a whole bunch of pictures and they put it in a Google Drive. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. When CRA is asking for those travel expenses, are you- Are you gonna to open every single one? Yeah. All of those images to see which is travel, right? Mm -hmm. Or what period? So again, still not as robust. Much better though, it's a step up from, yeah. you know, because it'll never fade, right? At least we've got that. It'll never be damaged by a flood. Um, and one thing I will mention is if there ever was a fire or there ever was a flood, you need to file a police report, even if you're not going through uh, insurance for whatever reason. Because if you ever sit in front of CRA and you're like, yeah, there was a flood, they'll be like, well, where's the evidence of that? Uh, now I have seen situations, the most notable, um, and this is one of my favorite stories when it comes to, to not having the supporting documentation, is there was a situation where a, a couple had gone through a divorce and that divorce was a little less than amicable. And, and one of those parties took the other party's belongings, dropped them on the driveway for them, and then proceeded to light them on fire. <laughs> and included in that were the financial record records of one of these individuals. Um, and obviously, you know, the problems and, and issues with paper documentation. Uh, thankfully, uh, the in that situation, he did go through the appeals court. He did um, uh, have a police report to say, hey, you know, there was an issue here. Um, and in that situation, with the police report that said the documents had been destroyed and with other documentation like credit card statements, the mm -hmm. judge did give him some of those deductions. He never got 100% of them, uh, mm -hmm. but he did get some of them. And yeah. one of the most important factors in that was the fact that he had a police report to demonstrate that there was a reason that these documents were lost. Um, so if 
if god forbid you have been a victim of a natural disaster or an ex-spouse um, <laughs> please make either sure or. you file a, yeah either or make sure you you file a police report and you get that documented but better yet better yet move to this digital, digital shoebox yeah definitely electronic is definitely the best way now i will say um, you know, I think, and I'm sure you can agree with me, Andrew, the, you know, the times that we're in, it's great for anybody in accounting because nobody uses cash. Yes. Yeah. Everything is, is touchless payment, right? Yeah. yeah. Or a lot of online purchases where, you know, you can get, um, you know, the emails of the receipts to you because, you know, here's the thing, there are ways to make things a little bit easier. Like I do give clients certain tips. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's say you're a coffee person. Right. Um, you know, maybe you might want to get a gift card for your, you know, your Starbucks. You have one receipt that you're using and then you top the card every day. So that way you may not necessarily need to keep the everyday receipts, but at least you have that one receipt when you got that. So some of these little things kind of do help. Or I know with a lot of clients, sometimes with meals, maybe you have an account where you're ordering your meals that, you know, get an account. So it keeps track of everything. So, you know, there are all these things that helps you, right? Let maybe again, you have taxis. Well, not a lot of people use taxis, but at least a good thing, Uber, you have yeah, all of your yeah. transactions, which show there. So there are these little things that definitely can help and make it a little bit easier. So you're not having a lot of those um, physical receipts, you know, with a lot of things like, um, you know, cell phone, internet, all these things, they have all these online bills, right? Mm -hmm. So those are also kept electronic. Although I do tell clients, you got to be really careful with that because you want to make sure that you're downloading your statements or I should say your yeah. bills, because they're not, they're not going to keep that there for six years, for you if CRA's asking you questions, right? So Although you know, Amazon seems to, I have a long history right. with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but you're right. Steps. I can't guarantee that they will always be there. Um, and so you do want to download those. And again, you know, DAX slash Receipt Bank, which is a product that we do give to every one of our clients. Like yeah. if you were a client of ours listening to this podcast episode, going through the Octane program, go to our website, cpa4it.ca slash Receipt Bank or yep. slash Dex if we finally updated it um, and get your free copy of Receipt yep. Bank because mm -hmm. Receipt Bank will connect to these online accounts uh, and pull down those transactions. So you don't have to log in every month and download them for in case, God forbid, one day, you know, Amazon decides, you know what, I'm not going to keep an infinite amount of Andrew's receipts because God, this kid ordered way too many. To they're going to be uh, like, Andrew, no, we're not, we're not being responsible for this. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And, and, and you never know when that's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. And so you want to be in a position. And, and one of the other things too is oftentimes we do our big purchases through online portals like Best Buy and mm -hmm. Amazon. And we're like, oh, I don't need it. I've got the receipt in Amazon or Best Buy or what have you. Um, and those receipts are for things that might be depreciated. And when we talked about earlier, the idea of having to keep something six years from the notice of assessment, what we didn't touch on is that means anything that was referenced in that, um, that tax return six years ago. And yes. six years ago, you might've happened to be depreciating an item that was 10 years old. So you actually need a receipt from 16 years ago. Yeah. To, to be able to defend that amortization. Now, obviously that's an extreme scenario, um, but imagine going back 
and you know you don't remember your login credentials for Best Buy 16 years later, uh, or you know Best Buy has decided, you know I'm not keeping 16 years of data, which I'm not sure how long Best Buy's data is is kept around. Um, so your job and your responsibility is to keep your own records, yes. and you need to be taking the time to organize that information. Yes, leverage technology. Use Receipt Bank and Dex and QuickBooks to do this. And it doesn't have to be expensive. Like we said, included free of charge with all of our clients is a copy of Dex. Yes. And if, you, if, not, if you're not using that, there are other tools out there that are very cost effective. Um, so just make sure that you're uh, leveraging technology to make the process simple and easy so that we can maximize those deductions and help yeah. make sure. And I think the most important thing is that it's one thing for me to be able to claim an expense on a tax return. It's a complete another for me to be sitting across from CRA in the middle of an audit and be able to keep that deduction. Um, that and, and the worst case scenario is they're you know, gonna deny some expenses and they're gonna charge you the taxes plus interest uh, and God forbid a penalty. Um, yeah, you just don't want to be going down that path. I mean, with DEX, the, the beautiful thing is it's, you know, most people might think, oh God, that sounds complicated. It really doesn't. No, it's just take a picture, that's it. And you take a picture, that is yeah. it. It has all the technology, OCR, it will scan the information, it will determine the date, the vendor, you know, um, and, you know, it's just a matter of categorizing it. So it becomes that digital shoebox, which is organized by category, right? Absolutely. The other thing as well is that if you have a lot of those receipts, again, like those Amazon purchases that, okay, you don't want to have to download the Amazon or download the Best Buy. Guess what? Best Buy emails you the invoice, and then you actually get a customized email address, and you just forward that directly to your receipt bank account and it stores the data there right so it is so easy and then when CRA does come knocking on the door and asking hey we want to see those travel expenses for that period it's as easy as filtering the information within Dext yeah. and having access to that right just and log in and do a search I want to look for best buy between this date range 100%, not to mention, you can also do a lot of integration with a lot of bookkeeping tools, like, for example, yeah. QuickBooks Online, right? Yeah. That when or you zero. do that integration, or zero, that is correct, that when you do that integration, it will show you, you have these transactions on your credit card or your bank account statements, which are missing those receipts in receipt mm -hmm. bank, or vice versa. Maybe you have those receipts in receipt bank and it's like, wait, it doesn't show anywhere here. Maybe it's a possible that it's cash that you used, that you have to manually enter that, or you know, use a personal credit card and you have to manually enter that. So it really does help in terms of making sure that you're audit proofing your books, that you know every line item of an expense that you have that's thrown through your accounts, that you have that support, at least you know what is and what isn't there that you can capture that information, right? So, I mean, technology is a beautiful thing, you know? It's, it does so much and it really does help, you know? I know with a lot of clients, they're always concerned maybe about a little bit in terms of cost. Now, I once had a client actually say to me that, you know, well, why would you guys be offering this uh, receipt bank account for free? And I said, well, it's very easy, you know? we provide audit representation for our clients, right? But, you know, part of the challenge that we have when we want to fight for those deductions for you 
is when you don't have the supporting documents. And we come to you and we say, hey, okay, well, we need these travel expenses or we need X, Y, and Z. And you say, I don't have it. There's only so much we can defend if you don't have the supporting documents for us to be able to defend that for you. So by providing you with the receipt bank account, it's helping us help you in a case of an audit. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it is really important. It's really easy to do. Take a picture. Everybody yeah. takes pictures of everything. If you can take pictures of, of every meal, <laughs> every coffee that you have, right? Any yeah. cute animal you see, you can take a picture of a receipt. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, you're, you're so right that this helps from the audit standpoint. Uh, but again, you know, our mission here at CPA4IT is to help you organize your finances, create wealth, and transform wealth into a legacy. And this is a great tool to help you organize your finances yep. and create wealth because one of the other things that we see, um, you know, Rachel, you mentioned earlier that the this COVID uh, experience has almost completely eliminated that four-letter word, which is the most offensive four-letter word to accountants, which is cash. Um, <laughs> but it's not gone. And how many times have we seen clients who haven't kept track of receipts because they were cash paid expenses. Yep. Uh, yep. And they're like, oh, it's small. You know, it, it wasn't a, a big deal. But those small things add up over time and making sure we're tracking every single dollar by just getting in the habit of taking a picture. And it is a habit and habits are formed and created by repeating the same process over and over again. And they say it typically takes about 11 times repeating the same step over and over again before a habit, a habit is formed. So, you know, if this is your first year as a client, I challenge you to put a reminder in your calendar for the next two weeks, which will create 14 reminders for you to whip out your phone and take the pictures of the receipts for the purchases that you made that day. And after two weeks of creating that habit, you'll be doing it without even thinking about it. 100%, yeah. And on that note, I think that's about all I have to say on a receipt capture and organization. Do you think there's anything we've missed out on, Rachel? We covered a lot. We covered a lot. Absolutely. A lot more than I thought we'd cover. But uh, <laughs> that seems to be the case with these episodes. Uh, and we will be back uh, with one more episode in this module. Um, it will be our final episode in this module. But rest assured, we have two more modules coming yep. your way. Uh, so we know we've committed to uh, 36 of these episodes and Rachel has been coming up with some more content. So yeah. that might grow from there. So come back next week uh, as we uh, share more helpful information to help you organize your finances, create wealth and transform wealth into a legacy. Thanks everybody. Thank you. Bye, Andrew.